Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 161, Sharing That You Need Help. Hello, friends. How are you all today? Oh, it's a Monday here. The kids are having a teacher work day and the little kids normally get a after school care program today, but it snowed on Friday. And so they canceled after school care for Monday on Thursday. <laughs> are you following me? So they canceled today's school care on Thursday when it snowed on Friday. It's sunny, the streets are plowed, sidewalks are shoveled. There's really no snow left at all. The roads are dry. Yet still, my children are at home. <laughs> oh, all of it. It's just like, we just roll with it, you know? It's it's last year, the whole school year, they were home working during their uh, school from home. So it's like, we know what this feels like. We know what to expect. And I still don't like it. All right. <laughs> um, all right. A couple of announcements. You have until February 1st to join Stop Over Drinking and Start Living because on February 1st, I'm doing a live workshop to kick off for all new members. It's going to be great. We've got, we're going to do goal creations. We're going to do coaching. We're going to get our minds in the right place for the next six months when you do the work inside my program. You don't want to miss it. It's absolutely fabulous, and it'll just sort of kick you off at the right start. So get your applications in. Follow the link in the show notes, show notes to do that. And I'm sending everybody that joins between now and then a little welcome package as well. So high incentives. Get going. Join the program. You're missing out. Okay. So one hot application, one hot question that keeps coming up is, how to share with a loved one that you want to stop over drinking and what that means, right? So like just coming clean with your desire to stop over drinking and so much fear comes up and anxiety and worry about what that conversation might look like. And I just want you to know this is a legit concern and I want you to know that it's absolutely okay if you are having it and nothing's wrong with you for feeling this way, okay? And before I get to giving you some ideas about how you can share that you need help, I just want to want you to understand why we're scared, right? You probably already know some of this stuff, but one of the reasons is society, right? So like our society is a drinking culture. Like everywhere you look, there's images of people drinking. We have it in our friendship circles. We have it in our family circles. We have it when we go out to restaurants. We we go to a restaurant and there's a big bar with bottles and bottles and bottles of liquor and wine behind it. We go to the grocery store. There's a whole section <laughs> that's dedicated to alcohol, right? Depending on, I guess, which state you live in and what the alcohol rules are. But And if it's not in the grocery store, we have a whole building next to the grocery store that is for alcohol, right? It's on the radio. It's in Instagram, it's on Facebook, it's in movies and TV shows, like it's glamorized so much that it's entrenched, it's ingrained in our society, right? And the the message in our society is that we should be able to drink, 
because we see these complex families or, you know, single people or whatever it is drinking. And we think, oh, we should be able to do that too. It's not so much that we're actively thinking that it's just our mind sees these images and then makes sort of distinctions and conclusions about what we should be doing in our lives. Okay. So when we want to go against that and we want to say, no, I don't want to do that, or I want to cut back on how much we're drinking. It's hard because we see it everywhere, right? So it makes us question ourselves. That's how it was for me. It was like, I'm a grown ass woman. I should be able to drink a glass of wine every night. And that might be true, but that glass of wine every night was hurting me. It was not supporting the life that I wanted to live. But when I saw it everywhere, it made me feel that way. Okay. And then we have our partners and our friends. We're worried that if we share that with them, they're going to start monitoring our drinking, right? They're going to worry about if they see us drinking or if we have a failure, we're going to have to explain ourselves to them or we might like make them worried about us and we don't want people to be worried about us. And so we hold ourselves back from sharing what we want to work on. Okay. So all of that goes to say, we just, it makes sense that you're scared of sharing that you might need some help with over drinking, right? But this is what happens when you let those fears hold you back from sharing that you want to help or you want to, or that you just want to work on it, right? Not necessarily you're even asking them for help. It's just admitting that you have an issue and you'd like to fix it. Okay. So when you don't share, you're doing it from fear or shame about the situation or worry, right? These are all feelings and these feelings drive you to stay hidden. They drive you to stay inside yourself, stay inside your head, right? So really, you don't outwardly express, you don't outwardly do things, so it keeps you stuck right where you are. And when you feel this way, you typically aren't thinking with the higher part of your brain. You're thinking from your primitive brain that just wants to keep you safe and protected, okay? Remember, we have a higher part of our brain. It's our thinking part. It's our analytical part. We can plan. We can project into the future. We can make goals. We can follow through on them. But your primitive part of your brain is that one that's motivated by pleasure, seeking pleasure, avoiding pain, staying safe, okay? So when you have fear, right, that's like a painful emotion or worry, right, or shame, those, those don't feel good to us. So they, it drives us to do things that keeps us safe, like keeping quiet. Okay. So typically when you're here, we will continue doing what we do now, like drinking more than we want, right? So we don't move forward in the direction we actually really want to. And then we carry that around with us and it feels disappointing in ourselves. We're not living the life that we want to live. And so we continue to numb out. Okay. And then from this place, we don't get creative or open our minds up in how we could do it. We don't problem solve. So keeping this yourself isn't helping you. It's hurting you. Now, the other thing I want you to hear me on is they already know, y'all, they already know that you drink. <laughs> they already know that you've probably drank too much many times. They already know that you probably don't feel good a lot of the time and you aren't really hiding anything from anybody. And if you can get really honest with yourself here, it's only going to help you. So once you see this and how keeping it inside of you is only keeping you stuck, what do you do? Well, I recommend that you admit to yourself first that you overdrink and that you want to stop. Okay, that's the first step. 
And then you want to write that down. Share that desire that you have for yourself in your journal. You could even go outside and say it out loud in the trees or while you are walking. Maybe where no one can hear you, but let yourself hear yourself verbalizing this. Then say out loud, I want support. I want help and stop over drinking. You might call this asking God, asking the universe for help, connecting with spirit, or even just the spirit in you. But putting your intentions, intentions out loud into the world will help you get what you want. Did I, have you guys heard about the first time that I practiced this? So the first time I read You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero, one of the books that has changed my life. I credit her that to this so much, but she basically said, you want to connect with something outside of you. Like, it doesn't matter what you call it, but you want to start doing it. I'm like, okay, Jensen Gerald, I'll try that. I want to be a badass, <laughs> right? So I was in Italy. It was for my 40th birthday, and I was exploring not drinking, okay? And this was like when I was first introduced to life coaching. And so I was in Catania, Italy. It's in Sicily. And I went out on a solo walk. I was there with a couple of friends, but I went on a solo solo walk this morning and I was going to walk across town to go to a little seaside area where I could lay on the beach. And I walked outside the door and I shut the door and I was standing there on the steps and I just said out loud, I said this out loud. I said, I'm open to receiving. Okay. That's all I said. And then I just continued walking. And I had wanted on this trip to go to a little Italian farmer's market, but our host at the Airbnb said that there were no markets on Sundays. And this was, this happened to be a Sunday. And so I didn't expect that I would find one. Um, but as I knew it, as I was walking along and I just announced to the universe that I was open to receiving, I come across a farmer's market, of course. <laughs> and so I'm like, Oh my gosh, here's a farmer's market. And I, and I walk in there and I'm like, totally the odd person, right? I'm tall, I'm white, (laughs) and I don't speak Italian. And so it's just very obvious that I am like a foreigner, okay? And so I walk in and I'm nervous and I wanted to buy something because it's what I wanted to do. So I walked up to this one little stand in the farmer's market and I wanted to buy one orange. And so I picked up one orange and I'm like, I think I said something that I could pull out of my butt in Italian. And I asked them how much it was for the one orange. And they're like, no, 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 it's on us. Like in Italian, they're like, you don't have to pay. It's our gift. So sweet. And I'm like, no, no, no. And they're like, no, we, we insist, please. And it was so wonderful. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So I got this orange and I put it in my bag. And then I, I'm like, I really do want to contribute to this farmer's market. So I go to another stand and I was cooking dinner later that night back at the Airbnb. So I needed a lemon. And so I'm like, I wanted to buy one lemon. <laughs> the next stand would not let me pay for this lemon. And I was like, what in the world? You know, and I was just like, wow. So then I went to another stand and finally they let me pay. And I bought something. And then I was walking away from that farmer's market and I'm like, oh my gosh. I literally just received fruit. I didn't know that I was going to receive that. I asked the universe. I was open to receiving and receive I did, right? And it just blew my mind how fast that happened. And then I was walking, walking along and just kind of like my mind was like going wild at like how crazy this was and how awesome it was. And I was going to keep trying it. So I get to this little seaside cafe and I sit outside and I'm overlooking the ocean and I'm just thinking about everything, right? Like I've already like done 90 days of 
being alcohol free. Um, I know that my life is changing. Like all of these things are just like coming into place. And in that moment, I remember thinking everything that I want is going to happen. All of my dreams are going to come true. And I just start crying and crying. And I'm just sitting there with my sunglasses on and they only had like little cocktail napkins out on the table. And I was just like using the cocktail napkin to, to wipe my face. Like it was like the cocktail napkin was like disintegrating with all the tears. I wasn't like sobbing. It was just like flowing out of me. And I wasn't sad. I was just like really tapped into the possibilities of my life and just was really believing that literally anything that I want is going to happen. And I kid you not, this gorgeous young Italian server comes over to me and on a plate, he offers me a soft napkin to wipe my tears. There I was receiving again. Like, and then it just, I was like, I'm like, I'm happy. I swear. Like in this Italian, he's like, this is so much softer for your face. And there I was receiving a beautiful napkin to like wipe my face with, you know, y'all like, I can't make this stuff up. And so I just want you to try it. Just try saying it out loud. Just try talking to your people, right? Every time I put my intentions out there, I speak them out loud. I share them with somebody. I always receive support or it comes back to me. If you don't want to share it with your partner or your spouse or your friend, you don't have to. Okay. I don't think that it's a requirement to share it with your people. You can share it with me by joining my coaching program. You can come take a free class with me and share it there. You can write me an email. Hello at AngelaMasenic.com. I want to share with you something else. Okay. This is an expert that um, I just read a couple days ago. I'm reading the book called We Are the Luckiest by Laura McCowan. It's her story about becoming sober. And it's really good. On page 101, she writes, I didn't want to find new people. I didn't think they would measure up. I didn't believe I needed it. I, of course, was very wrong. One stranger who understands your experience exactly will do for you what hundreds of close friends and family who don't understand cannot. It's the necessary palliative for the pain of stretching into change. It's the cool glass of water in hell. I can't explain how impactful it is to get yourself in a room, whatever that means to you, of people who do get it. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So going back to what Laura wrote, she said, one stranger who understands your experience exactly will do for you what hundreds of close friends and family who don't understand cannot. I can't tell you like the, the value of being in the room or being in a group of people who understand it is. Your, your people may not understand it or they may not want to understand it. I posted something on social media the other day that's like, when you share with somebody that you want to stop over drinking, maybe you share it with your girlfriend, okay, or with your husband, and they come back to you with something like, oh, that doesn't sound like fun, or do you need me not to drink, or something like that. They are thinking about themselves, okay? They are not thinking about you. They are thinking about themselves and what that means for them and how that will impact them. That really isn't what you need, okay? Like, it's great to verbalize, putting yourself out there, telling your people, but what's more impactful is when you share that with people who understand, who want to help you, whose job it is to help you, and who have been there before you, okay? 
it, you don't, when you do that and you put yourself in a room, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's an online space or in an AA room, whatever it is, right? Or other support with a therapist, anything. You don't need to worry about judgment or people monitoring your drinking or, or you worrying that you're going to disappoint somebody. You just show up and be seen and understood just because you are there and that you are loved no matter what. And you have a group of people who believe in each other that they can change. And you have people who have done it over and over again. So I'm inviting you to my room, my virtual room, and stop over drinking and start living. But remember, letting yourself be seen and drop the charade of everything is fine is what will help you. Okay? Have those difficult conversations. Share out loud. And then come join us. Click the link. Get the applications in. I love you all. Talk to you next week.